With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking, with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations, from warehouses to omnichannel, to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems' fulfillment execution system is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawn with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022. In the booth, I am joined by Justin Warren, who is the National Sales Director at Rajant, and Don Gilbreth, he is the VP of Systems at Rajant as well. So we're going to talk about Rajant, and we're going to find out what it is that they do, and everything about kinetic mesh networks and how they apply to warehouses, warehouse automation, and how they really help us in our industry. So guys, welcome to the show. How are you? How's the first day of Modex going for you? Thanks a lot. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. Lots to see, lots of booze, lots of information to take in. Yeah, a lot of information for sure. I mean, we're looking at a packed house here absolutely from an exhibitor standpoint and from an attendee standpoint too so there's a lot of things going on so tell us a little bit about your business what it is you guys do and kind of how it applies to the warehousing world yeah absolutely so Regent uh, just to kind of get some backdrop on it Regent was really built and has built a name in the mining industry as well as in first responders Mm -hmm. and defense because our radios which we call them breadcrumbs are really built to be able to fully keep a network up and operational, fully resilient, okay, and without latency, mm-hmm. and keeping that up because that's critical when you think about a mining environment, right? Or when you think about oil and gas, or when you think about military, you want those. You never want that network to drop. Absolutely. Um, and it has to be wireless, and you're not always going to have Ethernet drops everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're not. You just have to have power, and that's one of the things that's uniquely different about ours is that it truly meshes out of the box. Okay. 
and talks to the other breadcrumbs. So it always knows where it's at. And it's always, and because all of our radios are built with at least two different radios operating at different frequencies. Right. So there's always looking for the best path. Hmm. So it, there's less latency, it's resilient, and we do not need an Ethernet drop, for example, at okay. every station. As long as that node has power uh-huh. and we have a couple of ingress, egress points somewhere within that network, hmm. it actually will stay up operational and, and will and will operate at a high Okay. All right. So at the podcast here, we're focused on the warehouse, right? Yes. And we're here at Modex as well. We're focused on the material handling industry. So, so a lot of people listening, they're you know working in the warehouse, they're warehouse operations managers, things of that nature. So, so tell us a little bit about you know the difference between my regular network and a mesh network, and what what's really the difference, and what what are the benefits there? Yeah, so I think the big piece to really just take into consideration is when you look at a warehouse mm-hmm. um, and you think about how things are always moving, right? You've okay. got a stack. You may have different things that get brought in, and all yeah. of a sudden where they may have had a wireless network put in place, all of a sudden they've got a gap in their network. Right. Um, all of a sudden someone was connected before they can't be connected now. Yeah. So where we bring that difference is, is that because it, even though we can put stationary APs, we also mm-hmm. can mount our breadcrumbs on a forklift. Yeah. They can be put within robotics. And so therefore, whenever they're operating, it's always moving, and each piece becomes a node on that network. Mm. So the network is always moving, yeah. but it's always stationary, so it's always up. So if that helps to answer that question a little bit. Yeah. Don, do you want to add anything yeah, to that? I'd add, yeah, the big challenge that we see when we look at this high-stacking robots that go on for three stories high, whatever, right. is they have a challenge essentially in building out where do they put their access points mm-hmm. their coverage, right? so the real contrast of mesh versus say Wi-Fi is that when the robots themselves have some of our mesh technology you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're not dependent on an access point they can actually each robot helps each other get signals out right. okay. so at the, at the end of the day what it results in is usually less infrastructure radios mm-hmm. in a building than what you needed for access for uh, Wi-Fi yeah. and B you've got that Redundancy of essentially every robot being able to reach as many robots as peers mm. for connectivity, and uh, you know this is shown over and over, even in defense, which is about as adjustable things by half our business, where right. we have things on a lot of aerial platforms in, in the hundreds that that just the radios talk, the drones talk to each other. They actually create this, they create the network as they're flying, mm-hmm. and so um, it really brings a big benefit to this group, I think, from. Uh, designing the network point of view it's just less infrastructure yeah yeah and i think that's an important thing and you know obviously working in a, a warehouse in that environment and you know bringing more things into that environment that need to rely on you know that connectivity is is a huge thing you don't want anything to drop as you mentioned you know you have gaps in the network all of a sudden you have you know a drop and you know i've certainly experienced it myself as a warehouse manager I have employees saying that well my productivity slowed down because I, I'm losing connection, right. right? So being able to have a stronger connection is certainly something that, that is really important for us as an industry, especially, I think, as we even grow and move forward and we bring all these innovations into our space as well. So talk to us a little bit about how you know companies are going about maybe... I guess let's start a little further back. So, you know, companies maybe are having network issues, right? So how do they even know to identify that maybe this type of solution is is something that's out there and and right for them to to fix the issues that they're having? So I think there's a couple of things that happen. When you think about 
not every, no one wants to admit they have a problem with their network. Right. Right. Everyone wants to believe their network is, is yeah. working well yeah. and it's functional. Well, I think it's so IT doesn't want to admit there's a problem yeah, with well the network. Said. Well the said. operations <laughs> manager wants to say, yes, there is a problem. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and the thing about it is, is you know, and I get it, right? Yeah. People know what they know. Yeah. They don't know what they don't know. So one of the things we always try to talk to them about is tell us about some gaps in the network. Are there any areas where you, you have an area with the network right. where you may have a point of failure where you may have some issues or it's mm-hmm. just slower to get through. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll say, well, yeah, we had a problem here. Mm. We didn't have a problem yesterday. Now we have a problem. Well, what happened? Right. Well, we stacked, we put a new rack in, we added some stuff. Well, there's your problem, right. right? Yeah. Or they moved to workstation and all of a sudden things mm-hmm. have just changed. So it's identifying those instances where they may have a problem or they may have a temperature issue, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they operate in low temperature or they operate in high temperatures. We can help them with that. So if they've got refrigerated areas, for example, right. how do we help them with that? So you know our radios can operate in neg 40. 40. So we got neg oh, 40 there. Okay. So we can go very cold, yeah. and we can go up to what 140 degrees, eight, 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 eight above. So it's, I mean, yeah. it's we can get pretty hot. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's the key thing is that we can do you know, so many different things that the typical environment isn't going to be able to afford uh, mm-hmm. without a bunch of insulators. I think the other thing too is. There's interoperability. So right. perhaps within where the offices are, they may already have something set up. Mm-hmm. So be it. But out in the warehouse, they need something a little bit more resilient. Yeah. So we can put that out there. But then we can also add pieces, as you just heard Don talk about, where we can put it on a robot or we can put it on a forklift or we can mm-hmm. put it on an unmanned uh, forklift, for example, where they're having to do some things. Those are the types of things that we can do uh, to make that network more robust. Mm-hmm. Where today, the only way they're going to do it is they're going to have to add another AP here. Put another right. one there. Yeah. And that's always the space, right? Something's mm-hmm. not working in an area. I mean, you know this. Yeah. Put another AP in. Yeah, throw another one up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then what happens if you have interference? Right. What happens if you have RF interference? Mm-hmm. Uh, that frequency's bad. So then mm-hmm. you're playing with channels and so on and so forth. And ours is actually going to automatically look for the best throughput. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and it's going to dynamically do that. So it's not something they absolutely have to do themselves. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that I also think about is people are trying, trying to layer different technologies. We talked about right. just a moment ago. So, because everything's Nash, I think it's also important to note that our nodes, our breadcrumbs are actually also layer two switches. Okay. So it's an AP, but it's a layer two switch. So they can actually map their IPs and do some things a little bit differently. They can't do in a traditional AP environment. Hmm. And so this way, if they want to layer different technologies on top of whether it's cameras, whether it's different uh, IoT type uh, solutions or what right. have you, even voice, mm-hmm. they can layer over and over. All right, very interesting. And, it, and you mentioned there a little bit about some interference or you know some things that maybe are, are being added to infrastructure that could cause issues. So, so why don't you give us kind of like just a couple of little tips about you know thinking about because obviously you know we're we're looking at a time where warehouse space needs to be utilized better. We need to have more storage and things like that. Obviously, putting up racking can be an issue. So, talk to us about how how part of the planning process for doing these types of projects needs to involve you know some somebody like you guys maybe or looking at your your network map as well and that, that from that perspective you want to go and talk to us well we do have various tools when we're looking at a building mm-hmm. or an operation for you know planning uh, nodes and things but you know what we typically see in this industry today is at least the group that uses traditional wi-fi is right. a they tend to like throw access points around when they're trying to get coverage. Right, and, yeah. and what that tends to do is add to the noise. Mm-hmm. It turns out in our world, at least in the mesh world, we tend to turn that down, the RF down, really 
really? things are bad, okay. we actually turn the RF down, yeah. which is a little uh, counterintuitive, but that's usually how we get this microcells to actually work and reutilize spectrum and we'll keep the bandwidth so it's whatever one wants, latency and bandwidth. Yeah. Very interesting stuff, and I, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's because it's probably something. I mean, you know, speaking from the perspective of operations manager myself, I mean, you know, like I want to put more racking up, I'm going to put more racking up, but I don't necessarily think about you know the network changes sure. and things of that nature. So I mean, I think it's it's great to bring awareness to that, and I think the fact that you guys are offering uh, a less infrastructure heavy type of solution is certainly more flexible which i think we need in our mm-hmm. type of space as well so so it's very inter- interesting stuff so uh, you know what do you think I- is next i guess for the industry when it comes to networking i i think it's just the understanding that well it's just understanding warehousing there's not it departments mm. are there they're important but there's a lot of outsourcing that happens yeah right and so the understanding of, listen, this is the problem that we have. How do yeah. we fix it? I think the key is just understanding that what you've always done isn't the way to fix it. Right. Um, there's different technology now that we can bring in and provide a real mesh network. You're not having mm-hmm. to manually control that mesh. Yeah. Um, and so that it'll dynamically do it. So there's actually less work they have to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's controls it and, and things that we can provide that will actually track where assets are. Mm. We can literally put a radio on an individual. They okay. can become a part of the network. Yeah. So there's just ways that we can put that in and they can literally see where every asset is, where you know each radio where it's strategically placed. They mm. can track materials wherever it's at. Simply just through the interface that we provide them. Yeah. And so there's those tools that are available. And the other thing is where they can have to do placement. So, for example, they're trying to typically mount maybe on a ceiling, maybe on a wall somewhere, and they're also having to do more cabling yeah. to bring Ethernet. They don't need as much. We can do, as long as we have one or two ingress-egress points, mm-hmm. as long as they have power, they're good. Yeah. And so that network becomes more robust the more they add to ours, mm-hmm. where the other ones, you get more latency um, as you start adding more radios. Mm-hmm. Um, as you already talked about, the noise factor. Right. Um, and you're creating more interference in that network. Where ours, it's actually more clean because you're, you have fewer nodes out there to make that work. And then we can just add some antennas to maybe, if necessary, tamp that out. But again, even with just the placement of, you know, somebody built a rack and now you've got a Faraday cage in front of your radio, yeah. what do you do now? Yeah. Um, even if that were to happen, if they have a device, for, like for example, on a, on a forklift, let's just say something okay. Yeah. We've had customers that didn't even realize that AP was out and that they couldn't get connectivity oh, because... Wow the other piece was moving yeah, yeah. they never saw it. they never saw it. there was no drop so until yeah. they looked at the network they had no idea wow that's very interesting and I think that that last point there I mean I think that kind of like drives home the, the importance of that and really the the proof in that you know this is a, a robust resource and something that can really really help you I mean the fact that they didn't even know the AP was down I mean that's pretty remarkable right, right? so so very interesting stuff from you guys and I really appreciate you coming by and, and talking to us about this thing that I think maybe from an operations manager perspective we don't always necessarily think about because it's somewhat uh, invisible I guess in a sense right but it's very visible when it doesn't work obviously, right. Yes. Right? so we definitely want to make sure that we're having a robust network in place and and the right network in place as well, which it sounds like you guys uh, can provide and help to be able to assess the correct needs of the, the operator. So so thank you very much for coming by the booth. If people want to learn more about you guys, how can they do that? Just go to www.ragent.com. 
and uh, they can certainly look under our, our solutions um, mm-hmm. and they will clearly see uh, that we have a whole section uh, dedicated to just warehouse automation. Okay, great. And we'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well. So Don and Justin, thank you so much for coming by the booth today and enjoy the rest of your show. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.